Chloe, you can't eat that. Chloe, that's your brother's milk. The blue one is yours. The excessive worry directed solely at the sick child precludes any remnants of maternal concern for him. Levon burrows his hands in the pockets of his shamefully tight jacket, palms fisted into knots while his heavy legs drag him toward the remains of his family. If the mirrors weren't covered by sheets, he would catch his reflection, the dark brown eyes on a trusting face, the not-quite-black hair, the bandage on his pale cheek. You okay, Levon? It's Rebecca. She has extracted herself from the crowd and accosts Levon with the superiority of the entitled Queen Bee. Rebecca is painful to look at. She is beautiful and fresh, mahogany-colored eyes and flowing chestnut hair. Her lips are dotted in red, and the shine leaves him breathless as he remembers the countless nights he would hear her voice and laughter coming from his brother's room. Rebecca stops to greet Levon en route to his mother and sister. Her arms tentatively fit around his wide body, as if his blubber might be contagious. Does it hurt? She whispers, referring to the line of stitches across the side of his face. She smells like coconuts and orange. Keenly aware of how close her body is to his, Levon answers. No, as he pulls away from the ill-fated hug. She starts to say something and hesitates, backing away, her graceful, outstretched arms falling to her sides. She holds her head down, and still Levon can see the gentle streaks of tears, the sun-kissed complexion marred in grief. When her eyes eventually reach Levon's, they lock, and she is unable to break free. Levon wants to touch her cheek and respond to the question her pleading eyes ask. I know it hurts, she says. He isn't sure if she's talking about the stitches or the unseen, unspoken pain. Whatever she's alluding to, Levon gobbles up the attention. His eyes hold on to hers longer and deeper than they should. Levon's grief for his brother is entangled with his fixation on Rebecca. Is there the slightest possibility that she understands? That she might interpret what his eyes are saying? Levon exhales, expunging himself of the emotional burden that has lodged in the cushy softness around his stomach. Does she know? He hears himself say out aloud, though no words escape. His eyes remain fixed, unblinking. He knows if he snaps a picture, blinks and clicks the camera, the feeling will surely pass, and he wants to believe that she might understand for a few moments more. He is feeding on redemption, and, unlike the meals before that have left him full and ashamed, this particular gluttony leaves him proud. It is his mother who ultimately breaks the spell he shares with Rebecca. Chloe needs her cornstarch, and Madeline has sidled up to her middle child with the presumption that he will be the one to run to the store and get it. Rebecca has by then retreated from his side, and Levon watches as she returns to her Betty and Veronica hierarchy. The room respectfully splits to allow her to pass through the crowd, and Jughead turns to face his mother. I didn't get to the store this week, she says, wistful and likely drugged. They are the first words Madeline Keller has spoken to her son since they left the cemetery earlier that morning. They are a question, an accusation, and an order all rolled into one. 
Levon's response begins in the hollow of his stomach and rises like fire through his throat where it is stifled by a deep swallow. What she really meant to say was the same thing she screamed in the hospital so that everyone within earshot turned away. How could you? How could you do this? Then she broke down, sobbing uncontrollably, falling onto the floor where she lay until two nurses and a doctor carried her off to an empty room for proper sedation. Levon had been sobbing too, though she hadn't seen that. The police officers at the scene were as perplexed as his mother. When they approached Levon's father in the hospital, they were quick to ask if he wanted to press charges against the underage driver who killed their son. Levon's plight turned into horror when his father answered, He's my son, officer. The men, formerly businesslike, intent on delivering justice, grew compassionate. For a split second, Levon actually wondered if his father would turn his back.